On today's episode of Locked On Canucks, I am back and we are going to look back at the turbulent, rocky, doesn't matter now, preseason of the Vancouver Canucks in preparation of opening night on Wednesday night. Man, I've been wanting to say this for a while, but it is Locked On Canucks and it starts right now. On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, everybody, to Locked On Canucks, this show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Of course, I'm your host, Justin Pooney. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Process Sports underscore at the end. That's Process Sports underscore at the end. The same on Instagram. You can also like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in Locked on Canucks. We will be the first thing that pops up. Also, you can find our show on Twitter at Locked on Canucks. I want to thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen every day. And speaking of every day, before we dive into today's episode, I want to just explain, because uh, I have saw in the YouTube comments and I got some DMs on Twitter asking uh, where uh, where have I been the last couple of weeks and what what's happened to the show uh, and all of that. First things first, I want to apologize. Um, yeah, I have another position, another job that I've received a new uh, role within and it has taken up a lot of my time. And uh, I just trying to figure out a balance my schedule. And quite frankly, uh, as I'm sure a lot of you know, well, you know, I experienced some burnout um, from work and just personal life and consistently being on the go, go, go. And I just need to take a step back for a few weeks just to mentally recharge the batteries for what will be a very long hockey season uh, with the Vancouver Canucks. So I just need to take some time away um, and really just recharge my batteries, figure out a schedule, plan my life, which um, if there's anything that I can teach you guys or if anything you want to take for knowledge is to plan your life schedule out and really understand uh, your, your your situation and really you know take care of your mental health and take care of everything. And that's what I had to do. I had to just you know take a step back, um, continue doing my main job, but uh, really you know building a schedule to make sure I can fit locked on Canucks in there because locked on Canucks, uh, is a platform where I can talk about, uh, as I mentioned before, the hometown team, the team that I you know grew up grew up idolizing, and I watch every game. So uh, I just want to make sure that I got that out there and just let you guys know that hey, every every Canucks game we'll have you covered. This is still the place to keep you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. I will be here consistently for the rest of the season, and you can bet your bottom dollar that. And speaking of that. It makes perfect sense for me to come back today on a Thanksgiving uh, day. We give thanks. And thankfully, uh, the preseason is over for the Vancouver Canucks because, let's face it, it was an up-and-down preseason to say the least. After, you know, I'd been preaching all summer that this this was – I had all these good vibes. All the players were in town early. The JT Miller deal got done. I'd been preaching all this stuff that, you know, this season is the one – it's going to be the playoffs. And I still believe that. I still am a firm believer the Canucks will make the playoffs. But it was a very lackluster preseason. They finished 2-3-2. Two, and two, uh, And we never got to see the whole team back together. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the preseason that were the negatives. And then we're going to go through the positives. Because 
as hard as it may believe, there were some positives. But I think the biggest negative was this roster got hurt at, at the worst particular time. You know, you had Brock Besser go out, Ilya Mikheyev go out, Travis Dermott, Tyler Myers. The list, you know, that's a pretty significant chunk of your roster uh, and a, of your opening day roster. Excuse me, that is not going to be there. Um, the third day of training camp, you know, after Brock Besser, we heard so much about how this was such a big season for him. And I was a performer of that. I thought Brock Best, and he still might because he's potentially can play opening night, but he did not have a full training camp. He did not have a full preseason because he had to get mysteriously ha mysterious hand surgery uh, to repair a minor injury on his hand. Let me see that again. He had to get a minor surgery to rep repair a mysterious injury on his hand. Um, and it's not ideal. It is not ideal for a guy who said that 30 goals is the benchmark for this year for him. Uh, I wanted to see him continue on, get off to a hot start because it's been the key, the, I'm sorry, the theme of Brock Besser's career for how many years? He's never been able to stay healthy. He's never, or there's been a contract dispute. He's never had just a, a nice way just to flow into a season and get off on the right foot. There's always been something going on, whether it's injury or contract dispute. And I thought this year was going to be the year. However, it is not. Now, he, again, can still open up this season in Edmonton with the Canucks. He will travel with them, but it just didn't work out. And there's going to be rust there because he's been off. Now, he is skating and all that, but he never got those games, those excuse me, those game reps in that I believe you need to be successful in the NHL. And it's going to take him now a couple games whenever he gets back to get up to full steam ahead. And that, the Canucks get off on a five-game road trip um, right after the shoot. They start off at Edmonton and then they go on to the East, the East Coast. It is not going to be a slam dunk point in the season where they can bank points. This is why you upgrade your depth up front because when these injuries happen, you have guys that can fill in. Now, Ilya Mikheyev, the yeah, next guy that I felt was really going to help this solidify and upgrade this top nine for, and he still will. Now, he got injured in their um, first preseason game, suffered a lower body injury, and there's, there were rumblings and concerns that his season might have been over and that was a shocker because you're thinking oh my gosh is that something that um is a sign for the season ahead that you know this the canucks biggest free the biggest free agent acquisition is gone for the year that would have been a killer now again as i mentioned he was not the situation he did not tear anything significantly it was a lower body injury um and he hasn't played since. It might be just precautionary, but he might be able to potentially suit up for the Canucks uh, on Wednesday night as well. But I think all those injuries, again, Tyler Myers is going to go for the first couple of weeks. Travis Dermott has a concussion. So after all the, the hoopla going into the season where, you know, the Canucks go off to such a, finished on such a high note under Bruce Brujo, I expect him to go up to a hot start this year. There's a bit of trepidation from my point now they played on friday they played against the horrible arizona coyotes a team that will probably be the worst team uh, in the nhl this upcoming season and they won for nothing uh i felt they played very good that game and then that day uh they also announced during the game <laughs> that they had traded uh jason dickinson and his salary to chicago with a second round pick uh for depth defenseman riley uh, Stillman. Now, why did everybody's like, oh my God, the Canucks, this is horrible. They gave up 
a second round pick. They need to keep picks. Well, at the end of the day, so when I'm looking at this Dickinson, now it was announced after the Canucks um, last preseason game that they were trading Jason Dickinson and a 2024 second round draft pick to the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for defenseman Riley Stillman. Uh, Dickinson, of course, had a 2.625 million dollar cap hit, signed until 2024. Had five goals and 11 points in 62 games last year. Um, he, of course, was acquired for uh, Riley Stillman, uh, 24, son of former NHL forward Corey Stillman. Um, and he has a contract for an average annual salary of 1.35. Uh, he had 12 points, two goals, 10 assists, averaging about 15 minutes a game in 52 games with Chicago last year. Now, of course, Dickinson was brought in in 2021 under the Jim Benning era. Uh, in exchange for a third-round pick. So everybody's outraged that the Canucks had to give up a second-round pick to get rid of the Jason Dickinson contract. Now, this does save the Canucks not only money on the cap, but also real cash as well. Now, why would the Canucks do this? First of all, Jason Dickinson is just not that good of a player. He's not that good, right? Uh, It was very evident last year and that he was not going to fit. Now, it also is indicative of the players that stepped up a guy like Niels Hoaglander, a guy, some of the younger players that played well in the preseason that pushed him out. I'm fine with Jason Dickinson leaving. I think he was not going to be an answer. If you want to slide up Curtis Lazar to the third level, that's perfectly fine with me. Um, I like this move because it gets rid of a bad contract. And think what, again, what if I always said second round picks? Yeah, they could eventually be an asset, but it's a crap shoot, right? The Canucks, motto this season is unfinished business they want to make the playoffs if ridding of jason dickinson's contract gives you that cap flexibility that you need for this year and to remain cap compliant and gives you options then you got to do it i I, a second round pick and it's gonna be a mid mid round second round pick who knows what you're gonna get you might get a player you might not get a player it's not a first round pick it's a second round pick and the nhl Second round picks, again, it is what it is. It's whatever, right? Now, people are all up in arms. What You had to do it. You get a depth of defense right now who can fill in, you know, be a 7-8 defense who can fill in. You added depth, right? So you didn't lose too much, and you also gained something that you needed. So I think that everybody needs to just pump their brakes on it a little bit. This team is not in the game to have draft picks right now. They're trying to push for the playoffs. They're trying to take advantage of a, a division where – Things can get wide open. So when I'm looking at this team and I'm looking at it, it's fine. Would I want to give up a second-round pick? No. But that's the price you have to give for a guy who's basically an anchor on your team. You had to give him away, and the Canucks did not want to keep Jason Dickinson. So that is what they had to do. Now, that is all the negative stuff. Injuries, the Dickinson trade. But there were some positives that I saw in this preseason that I am very excited about. And after this break, I'm going to dive into those. And turn this negative train into a positive train because, like I've mentioned before, I think this season will be a very big positive for the Vancouver Canucks. But first, I want to talk to you guys about the fine folks at Athletic Greens 1. Our partner has a special product that I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Green 1s because I just needed more energy and stuff in my life i did not have you know i didn't have the best gut health i wanted to you know take i didn't want to take all those vitamins 
So now I take Athletic Greens. I've been on it for a few months and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste. It's actually, I look forward to taking every morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamin minerals, whole source superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery focus, and aging. All of these things. I drink it every day before when I get up in the morning with my breakfast. helps with my digestion, my energy in the morning. Like I said, I've been dealing with a bit of burnout, so the athletic greens did help me out. My parents love it. So it's definitely a part of my daily staple. Tons of people are taking some kind of multivitamin. It's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every day to take care of yourself. So your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is also important to add in the winter months because we don't get as much sun. Right now, it's your time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop with a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel plaques with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. So I went through all the negative stuff. Now, the injuries, the lack of play from Brock Brock Besser, the ability to build chemistry for Ilya Mikheyev, um, the Jason Dickinson trade, which quite frankly could be a positive. Um, so let's just start off with that. Let's start off with, uh, talking about Riley Stillman. Now, he's not going to be a world beater. He's not going to be um, anything like that. I think he's going to fill a need the Canucks need to fill. You know, with Tyler Myers is out and Travis Dermott out, they needed somebody to play on their defense court. They had an opening. Now, Tucker Pullman did play well. You know, he should slide into this roster. Uh, we'll see what Kyle Burrows. Um, I think that adding a guy like Riley Stillman, although he played in Chicago, we know Chicago is not great. It just adds depth. It adds defense depth, and you can never have enough defensive depth, especially when injuries happen. So I, as much as people don't know about uh, Riley Stillman, I think he's a physical player, a guy that can, you know, just play serviceable minutes. And for a bottom-end defenseman, as I mentioned a million times before, if we don't notice him and we don't talk about him, that means he's doing a good job. So if Riley Stillman can just play a simple game and log 10 to 15 minutes a game and just be serviceable, that right there is more than what Jason Dickinson was offering anyway. And you save money. So uh, I like the move. If That could be potential positive for the Vancouver Canucks. But there's two players in particular, that I was really excited about and really uh, impressed with this preseason. The first one uh, was Andre Kuzmenko, of course, the player who signed a one-year $950,000 deal. Um, the way he's playing right now um, could be the best budget deal, the best whatever deal 
uh, in the NHL. I think um, when I look at Andre Kuzmenko and what I've seen him play, I think he could put up 25-plus goals this season. The way that I've seen him play, um, he's been very impressive. You know, he's got the skill. The skill is there. The skill is absolutely there for him. He, he has it all, I think. I think, and playing with Elias Pettersson, um, he and Pettersson have some sort of chemistry building right now, and it might actually be to the beneficiary beneficial for Andre Kuzmenko that Brock Besser got hurt because he could step into that first line role right now playing with Andre Kuzmenko uh sorry with Elias Pettersson and get off to a great start and I think those two guys were the best players um the Canucks had all preseason Elias Pettersson from all the preseason games that I've watched from everything I saw he's been their best player their best player he looks like a man possessed and what did I say coming into this season what did I say? I want to see Elias Pettersson take that jump from being a good young player to an elite NHL player. And this preseason, he looks exactly like that. Um, Elias Pettersson has been a, like I said, he knows what's coming up. He knows he's the guy next in line to get a big payday. And more credit to him, he's going to prove it to them. And that's a good thing for the Canucks. That's a good thing for Elias Pettersson for him to prove that he is playing very well. Uh, I like I said, Kuzmenko had uh, three goals, three assists in four games. Excellent, excellent. He had a beautiful breakaway goal uh, against the Coyotes, and he, they both played very well on the power play. The power play looks good. Um, I think that will be a very big positive. Now, another positive. Speaking of young players, uh, Linus Carlson and uh, Niels they played very well, and they both. Uh, survived with the NHL group. Jack Rathbone played very well as well. Uh, now he is waiver exempt, so you could see him go up and down between uh, the Canucks and Abbotsford. So when I look at this team right now, they have their big pieces still in place. They have, you know, JT Miller is still there. Bo Horvat, no deal yet, but the deal will get done eventually. Um, I'm going to talk about that after this last break, so what I expect from that. But Bo Horvat's still there. Tanner Pearson hasn't played that bad this preseason. Uh, he looks like he's playing with a bit of you know what under his uh, under his you know playing a little bit of fire under his you know what because uh, he might not be around very long. But Niels Hoglander played well. Um, there's a there's those players that impressed me this preseason. Uh, where now when the Canucks open up the season on Wednesday in Edmonton, uh, there are some worries. Of course, the defense is still a worry. The Brock Besser injury, the Ilya McKeev injury, but. As long as you have Elias Patterson looking the way he's looking, and if he looks dominant like that, um, a lot of nights, uh, more often than not, the Canucks are going to be uh, in a position to win because they have the goalie in Thatcher Demko. Uh, Quinn Hughes, again, he missed practice today because of a illness, uh, non-COVID-related illness. So uh, hopefully that's just a short-term thing, and he'll be back in the lineup on Wednesday night. Uh, but with Elias, like I said before, Elias Patterson is going to drive this tra- this car, this bus, excuse me, for the Vancouver. Canucks um so I'm intrigued to see uh, how he has a he's played had a great preseason I want to see him build upon that and have a great start to the regular season so coming up after this last break I'm just going to quickly touch on the Bo Horvat contract situation um and what I expect from that will there be a resolution will he just cut ties off um coming into the off season uh, to the regular season excuse me but, but first we have one more final break 
And welcome back to Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Guys, the Bo Horvat contract situation. Now, there's still a chance it might drop. Uh, you know, I was very big that this is going to get done before training camp. It has not got done yet. Looks like it might be above 7.5. I was talking about 6.5 before, but it looks like it's going to be above 7.5, which might be a sticking point right now for the Vancouver uh, Canucks. But I believe this deal gets done. I think he's the captain. You know what he brings. He's been consistent, a great soldier for the Canucks. This deal gets done. Now, I'm intrigued to see, uh, does Bo Horvat kind of set a self-imposed deadline with the Canucks? Hey, after this, uh, I'm cutting... Uh, cutting the, uh, the the contract talks and I'm just going to play the season out and then we'll go from there. And the Canucks run the risk of potentially alienating their captain. He walks away. I don't know. I think this deal, they're going to push hard the next two days, I think, to try to get this deal done before the season starts uh, because they need some good PR. They do. After that preseason, all the injuries, the five straight losses, all of that, that I uh, touched on, this will be a good sign to start the season off on the right foot. So when I look at Bo Horvat. And I look at this situation, um, hopefully this resolves in the next two days. Now, if it doesn't, I don't expect it to be a worrisome because I know Bo Horvat is the consummate professional and this will not be an issue. Um, so all of that is going to get done and I think we'll get taken care of. Now, tomorrow, big episode tomorrow, uh, full preview. I'm going to go through the forward lines, the defense, the goaltending, and the projection of my final projection before the season starts, of where the Vancouver Canucks will end up. I will take a look at the full Pacific Division. It's going to be a bit of a longer one tomorrow because, like I said, I just wanted to get back, give you guys my thoughts on the preseason. But tomorrow, we're going to dive into every position on the roster, excuse me, every position group on the roster. And then I will give you guys my prediction uh, for the season. And then on Wednesday, we'll have our first full game preview of the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Edmonton Oilers. Some storylines to watch out, some matchups to watch out. And of course, I will bring back my best bet picks for a Canucks game. So you will not want to miss that. Again, guys, it's great to be back. I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen every day. For your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On Experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Guys, take care. Stay safe, and I promise you, I will talk to you tomorrow.